Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the What a Breeze podcast. We are on episode five. Crazy. How are you guys? I hope you're doing well. I really do. Um, you know, I had a completely different episode planned. I was going to do a sort of true crime episode on the Manti Teo story. I have the script written down. <laughs> I worked on it for so long. And I, I'm still going to do it. Like, that will be out next, that'll be next week's episode. But I wanted to talk about something else today. I got a, I did a Q&A on Instagram a few days ago, I think, by now. And a question that somebody asked me that I wasn't able to get to was, I'm feeling really worried about the state of the world and I don't know what to do about it. Do you have any advice for me? And so I wanted to do this episode. It will probably be shorter than the others, but I just wanted to do this episode to give like a little bit of, does Thursday count as midweek? <laughs> just encouragement to um, all you ladies that listen to this. This is not a theology podcast. I'm very firm about that. However, it is a Christian podcast because I am a Christian. <laughs> and that is the base fullness of my identity. Everything else comes second to that. And so when I'm asked for like advice and things like that, especially about like emotional things like worry and, and confusion, my response is always going back to scripture, going back to what the Bible says about what we are to do when we worry, why we shouldn't worry. And the God, just how intimate knowledge of the God that we serve can help us in all of this. So the first thing I want to say is that I completely understand why you would look around the world, see everything that's happening and mildly freak out <laughs> or even majorly because it's crazy. Um, abortion, the transgenderism, all these blatant disregard for God's law and his standard that the 21st century is seeing is it's insane it can and you, we're in a culture now in the west where you as a christian especially if you're not surrounded by that many other christians it starts to feel like maybe you're the crazy one it starts to feel like maybe you're the one that's in the wrong and so you don't know how to handle any of this because you're looking around and seeing how every, it seems like everyone has leapt off a cliff and you were the person that stood behind and said, wait, 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 I don't want to jump off the cliff. I, in fact, I like my feet being planted firmly on the ground. We're living in a culture that is diseased. It's deranged. It, it's blind, it's upside down, 
And it's, it's just sick. It's sick to its core. And so I understand why you would look around and be like, what am I going to do? How are my children going to live? How am I going to live? How can I function in this utter insanity that we are living in? As I get it. I completely understand the temptation to fall into that. But what I want you to know, and what is such good news, is that you don't need to worry. The world is crazy. That's indisputable. The world is crazy. But what you can take comfort in as a Christian is the fact that you serve a God who is always in control. He is not surprised about your crazy liberal neighborhood. He is not surprised by evil rulers. He is not surprised by unjust laws. He is in control and you can count on the fact that everything that is happening, even the things that make no sense to you, are all a part of God's eternal plan for the world that he created. Isn't that a comfort to know that despite the fact that it all seems like madness, it's, we're not in this alone. We're not here putting our yoke and our burden and our questions to a God who can't answer them. He is in control and that should be a big comfort to us. He knows everything. He created you. He created your neighbor. He created your country. All the stars in the heavens, every creature on the planet, all the fish in the sea, down to the smallest molecule. God knows it. He sees it. And he is in control. So don't panic too much. Understand that that's the God that you serve if you're in Christ. So that's, <laughs> that's, my, um, that's my first thing, is that God is in control. And I think that should be a comfort to us. I think another thing, piggybacking off the fact that God is in control, is understand, and I've spoken about this before, but you were created by a sovereign Lord in this time, for this time. God didn't place you to be born on your birthday by accident. He formed you in your mother's womb at this time on purpose. And I think if we change our mind shift to being going from, why was I born here? This is awful. This world that we live in is so awful to thank you, Lord, for choosing to put me here in this time. What can I do now to glorify you in this time? I think our concerns and our emotions would be a bit different with just that really small shift. Because like I said before, the Lord doesn't make mistakes. 
the Lord is, I mean, God is perfect. <laughs> That's the, you know, as simple as a word as that is, that is the truth. And I want for us to always just understand that we, our purpose in this, our placement in this world was intentional. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't the result of some big explosion and, you know, happens sake and chance and descending from like fish that we're here. We were put here and arm and as a as a Christian, your main goal should be to love the Lord with all your heart, mind and soul and to love your neighbor. And what that looks like is going to be different. But carrying that out and knowing that we have a mission statement on this earth, that's just another comfort. I hope I'm sounding comforting. I don't want to sound harsh or to say to you, hey, any words you have, yeah, just get rid of those. It's That's not what I'm saying at all. And this is definitely not a one and done. Oop, you know, heard this episode and now I'm no longer worried about anything. Of course not. But what I want us to do is to take this daily shifting of our mindset of to why we're here, what we're here for, what to do when the world has gone mad and understanding. And I think the comfort for me personally of knowing that the Lord placed me here purp purposefully. Oh, that's a tongue twister. And that everything that's happened in my life, in every life that has ever existed is a part of his plan for redemption is it's humbling, but also it just takes a weight off my shoulders that I don't need to have the answer. I, there are some things that I don't need to know the reason to, I don't know why this is happening. I don't, I could theorize and give all, you know, the conspiracies and answers, but ultimately I don't know, but do you know who does? God. And that's another thing as well. I think as well, part of our propensity to worry is kind of like, well, they're, they're, these people, they're evil and they're getting away with it. And I think another perspective shift is understanding that this life is fleeting. It may seem like a long time, but it can be gone. If you live to the longest a human in the 21st century can live, if you live up to 100, this life has still gone like that. It's gone. It's fleeting. And so these people, these evil people on earth, if they do not repent and put their trust in the resurrection of Jesus, they will face judgment. Everyone will. We are all going to face our judgment one day. Face our judgment. Yes, we are all going to face our judgment and we are going to face God and have to give an account for every action and every word that we said. And for those who are not in Christ and who do not repent of their sin, there's only one place that they are going. Justice is not ours. We didn't come up with the concept of justice. And so the God that created it will mete out justice for those who are perpetuating evil on this earth. So take comfort in the fact that if these people do not repent, if these people do not stop what they are doing, these people that you're worried about seeing and just like, how can people do this? Killing children, 
mutilating girls and boys. This evil that we're seeing on a national, international scale, these people will face judgment one day. And you can count on it. It's not an if, it's not a maybe, it's a when. No one escapes from the Lord. No one does. No one escapes judgment. They don't get to sneak into heaven. So you can rest assured that even if on this earth they don't face any consequences for the evil that they are perpetuating, they will face judgment. So feel comfortable in giving that to the Lord. Feel a sense of, oh, I got really close to the mic just then. Sorry. Um, feel comfort in knowing that I don't want to say feel comfort in knowing that people will suffer. That's not what I'm saying at all. But just know that they will face consequences for their actions here on earth. That is a fact. We will all meet our maker one day. And so the base of this episode was, how do you deal with worry? Because I'm running out of time and I realize I've rambled a lot. <laughs> and it's ultimately those two things. Understanding that the Lord is in control, understanding that he will mete out justice for what's going on on earth, that I am a, sp a small drop in his eternal plan for redemption, and that he is never caught off guard by what is happening. And so I have to trust, and I do trust, that regardless of how crazy it all seems, there is a purpose, there is a plan, and that my role as a Christian is to preach Christ crucified, is to glorify God with my conduct, is to love my neighbor, to love my family, to serve those around me. And honestly, that, that takes away. I would also recommend on a more practical level, stuck doomsday scrolling too, that doesn't help. If you find that your feed is full of everything that's gone wrong and no beauty and life and good news and happiness, I would endeavor to change that. That is not helpful at all. And so I wanted to end this episode by reading off a few passages that really do comfort me when I am struggling with worry, when I'm struggling with anxiety, and I hope that they can be a comfort to you. So the first one, Matthew 11 verses 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Psalm 2, 2 to 5. The kings of the earth set themselves and their rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bonds in pieces and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision and he shall speak to them in his wrath 
and distressed them in his deep displeasure. And then the last two, Romans 8, verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And the same passage, Romans 33 to 39. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercessions for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all those things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I really do feel that the answer to your worries and to our hearts just being, you know, not at ease, is devouring the word, putting your trust in Christ again and again and again until the day that, you know, you're not on this earth anymore. Practice it daily. Don't feel ashamed. You serve a God who wants to hear your worries, but also don't stick in your worries. Give it up to the Lord Try it, let it go, and keep moving forward. That's all I've got time for today. I hope that this was encouraging. I do feel like, as I feel with every episode, that I did ramble a bit. But um, I want you guys to know that, you know, I love you as my sisters in Christ. And I want us to all go on this journey together. I want us to all encourage each other. Um... And I hope, you know, I pray for you always. I always pray for people who follow me and my audience and all the friends that I've made through doing this. And, uh, you know, I understand that the world is crazy. Trust me, I do. But God is bigger than crazy. I, that sounds like such a cheesy slogan that like... <laughs> they put on t-shirts at youth ministry okay it's time for me to go um please give this podcast a like or a review subscribe to share i would really appreciate it and i will see you guys next week bye